Thank you for listening to this week's message from New Day Community Church in Vandalia. We hope this message encourages and blesses you. Look us up and contact us at newdaycommunity.org. Well, it really is a tremendous joy for me to be here because I, I was uh, not involved in the discussions, but was, but was aware of the discussions. One of the first people I called because the pastors and Sturgis, which is a similar type of community. <laughs> uh, so I was kind of aware of the beginnings of this church here. In Vandalia, I was—I'm just excited to be able to be here with you and to worship with you this morning, and to see some faces out there, and to share a little bit of our life and what God's doing with us uh, over the last little while. We moved here from Canada in 1987, uh, so we've been here now almost 30 years and been working with the church in Sturgis ever since. And uh, as Pastor Cameron has said, we transitioned out of the senior leadership there and passed it off to our. Uh, associate pastor who is now the lead pastor in that place and in 2006 we began traveling to East Africa and we went over there to do leadership training as associate trainers with the John Maxwell organization he had a ministry called uh, Million Leaders Mandate uh, the equip organization and so we have since that time in 2006 traveled to East Africa twice a year to conduct leadership training uh, meetings and develop leaders and, and hopefully release them into the work in the field. And over that time, we met Pastor Dale Mwanje. Dale's become a great friend of ours. And I'm going to try to show you a video. This video is hot off the press. It's uh, brand new uh, for our organization. My wife Jennifer and I began an organization called Strategic Ministry Partnerships International. And I don't have a copy of it right now uh, to be able to plug in and play, so I'm pulling it off the internet. So we'll see how it goes. If it doesn't work, we'll just say that was fun and, and move on from there. But this will give you a little introduction to what we do, and uh, then also by that it'll introduce Pastor Dale as he can come and share after that. So uh, hopefully we can hit the play button and move it up into the... Yep, I think what we got... So anyway, we met Pastor Deo. He uh, leads a church over there in a slum, part of the capital city, Kampala. The slum is called Kosovo. And uh, he raised up a, a, a school there to educate the kids because really that's the way you're going to change and transform the nation is by raising up that next generation. And so we started a child sponsorship program with that school uh, currently, we've got about 85, 90 kids sponsored and about 14, 15 administrative staff and teachers sponsored there. And then, of course, you find out that when they run a school, uh, they always have uh, a noon meal that they feed the kids with. So how do you take care of that? So we decided to buy 20 acres of land over there, grow, grow food so that we could feed the kids the noon meal. Uh, just a really cool thing to do, you know, and part, part of being a part of a rural community is you've got people in the church that have a real heart for that type of thing. And so, so we, we've just had real big buy-in with the church, and, and they've been wonderful. And so uh, we are just enjoying our times going over there, continuing to minister and serve and do what God has called us to do in this season of our life. And so... Uh, Pastor Deo is the, is the man that we have worked with over there and 
has just such a heart for the community. I wish you could have seen the rest of the video. He's on there. We didn't get there yet. But um, anyway, uh, Deo is my friend. Deo is a diligent, hard worker over there, and he is making a difference in the lives of people. So I'm just going to, without saying anything more, invite Pastor Deo to come on up here and just minister and share the word with you. Brother, God bless you. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm so humbled to stand before you this morning. I want to honor and respect the leadership of this church. I've just met your pastor a few minutes ago, but already I feel at home. Well, uh, this morning I've, you know, I'm so blessed to stand before you and I believe God wants to challenge all of us to do something. Um, I ca I'm kind of going to start with my life and, you know, who is Dale? You know, I grew up, you know, from a simple family. Uh, my first time to put on shoes, I was 14 years old, wow. uh, 16 years old. I never sat in a car until I was 14 years old. I never saw a screen TV until I was 17 years old. And, you know, I tried to go to school and it just failed. I remember one day my dad telling me, go to school, I'm going to come in and pay the money. So I went to the first school. I gave them the story. Daddy says he's going to bring the money. I was there for one year. And up to the end of the year, my dad never turned up to pay the tuition. Yeah. So the school chased me away. I went to another school. I wasn't trying to lie, but I was trying to survive. I gave him the same story that daddy says, I come to school, he's going to bring money. <laughs> and after the end of the year, they never paid money. So they chased me away. I went to another school, you know, <laughs> it was terrible. And each school was five to 10 miles. I used to walk on foot. So that's the kind of background, you know, I came from. And at the age of 14, I was tired. I had yeah. debts from everyone and people could meet me and ask me, why is it that your father has the money to drink alcohol and he, you know, but he doesn't pay our debts. That was kind of difficult for me to answer. The only thing I could do by then, I was 14 years, and uh, I wanted to join the army because the government, you know, was enlisting children to become fighters. So I went to join the army, and what happened was that, uh, you know, I found when the truck had just left me, I felt so bad. But God was about something. God was about to do something. And two weeks later, I met this guy. Remember, I grew up in the village. And this guy was looking for kids to come and work for him in the city. So this guy just invited me to come and work for him. Age 14, that was my first time to sit in a car. I remember sitting in a car looking at the trees chasing you and you kind of, you know, wonder what is happening. But anyway, I survived. I came to the city. I worked for this man for two years and my dream was to buy a bicycle because the richest person in my community was someone who had a bicycle. So I wanted to work so hard that, you know, I get the money and I ride a bicycle. Anyway, after two years, I kept on giving this man my money to keep it for me because I didn't know about banking. At the end of two years, when I asked him my money, he said, well, I'll give it to you the second time, the third time. 
I'd seen him with a gun. He said, next time you ask me of your money, I'm going to blow up your head. I said, okay. <laughs> I just gave up about the money. But the guy scared me so much. That's how I ended up on the street. Now, you have to understand that on the street outside there, only the strong survive. You know, you've got to do whatever you are able to do to make sure that you survive. But in that, I became violent. I was arrested. The guys who arrested me, I gave them a hard time. So they threw me into the national prison for a whole month. When I, went, when I went there, it was really hard. You know, you work with your fingers. You dig from morning until evening and your hands starts bleeding. You know, it was so terrible. So when I left the prison, I said, no, you know, it's high time. You know, I, I, I just wanted to end my life. I had a lot of why. Why is it that I'm the only one from my family? Uh, by the time I grew up, I had one dad, one mom. And that's all. And a little sister. Now, my dad, you know, most of his relatives died in the war. My mom came to Uganda as a refugee from Rwanda. So, you know, I didn't have anywhere to turn to. And I thought God was the problem. So I planned to commit suicide. And uh, I kept on postponing it. But in the midst of that, one night before I committed suicide, Jesus appeared to me. And that was where my transformation story started. You know, it's, you know, when Jesus appeared to me, it was such an experience. Jesus just spoke to me. He said, Dale, today I've set you free. Follow me. Now, it was hard. It's a long story. So literally, I thought, you know, he said, follow me. I stood up to follow him. He walked ahead, ahead of me and he passed through the wall. When I reached the wall, I hit the wall. He disappeared. So I hit myself. I said, what's the problem? with me but I couldn't go back to sleep I cried until morning now in the morning you know I was kept on crying I went to remember I was a fighter you know I was on the street I went to this market I you know trying to find out but in the morning one lady she came to me she said okay this is what you need to do you know because I was doubting about Jesus. Where was he when all those things happened to me? But this lady, she said, Dale, you need to break down. Go on your knees and ask. She said, Jesus, if you are real, come and take me where I will find you. So very early on Sunday morning, I hear this voice. Okay, It was so clear to me. Just stop me, move this side, go to this side, go to this side. The voice never sp stopped speaking to me until I reached a local church. Now, when I stepped into this local church, I felt the peace of God, which I had never felt before. Everything, the joy, I got the joy. I mean, it was so amazing. It was so impacting that after the service, I went back on the street. I started preaching. Now, I didn't know much about the Bible. I didn't know what I was talking about. But remember, I had got an experience. The preacher talked about God is forgiveness. The preacher talked about God is love. So I wanted to inject every street boy, you know, to feel the way I was feeling. So I didn't, you know, God loves you. He can forgive you. He can 
change you. My brothers and sisters, that was the transformation of my life. People started coming to the local church where I was, you know, and asking for a pastor. Now, I wasn't a pastor. I was just preaching to people and people were getting healed. And just, you know, when people started flooding the church, there was this missionary from Canada. And, uh, you know, she kept on seeing these new people saying, Pastor Dale, Pastor Dale. You know, when you lead people to the Lord, you become a pastor. Now, you need to understand that's the easiest way to come into leadership you know your pulpit is where God has placed you as you start to serve God where God has placed you let me tell you this God is going to keep on elevating you until he bring you where you need to be that's where I started people started coming to church and this missionary he kept on looking for Pastor Dale now by the way my story is so long because back home what I do I translate i speak about seven local languages okay wow. and and uh, and by then i couldn't literally i never spoke english until i was 26 years you know wow. it was so terrible anyway cutting the long story short one sunday morning someone was celebrating about god is healing and everything and i the, the preacher, this mission, asked him, I said, okay, who led you to the Lord? He said, Pastor Dale. And then he started, he said, oh, who is Pastor Dale? I just knew that I was in trouble. I tried to sneak out. And this person said, there is Pastor Dale. I just got freezed. I, I said, now I'm in trouble. But the missionary knows who I was. And I kept on saying, I, I didn't tell them to call me a pastor. I'm not a pastor, but I prayed for them. Anyway, that missionary, he made sure that he got me me. He got me from the slum where I was. He put me in his house. I stayed in, in his garage and he helped me to go to the Bible school. He left Uganda in the year 2000, but this is what he said. He said, if God sent me to Africa just to raise you, I'm contented. I don't care what will happen to you, but I know you'll make it. From that day up to today, I've never seen him again. <laughs> so, you know, just time later and, you know, so basically that's what where God brought me from. And, you know, in 2000, Billy Graham invited me to Amsterdam. I went there. And after that, I made a commitment to serve the Lord. When I returned back home, my pastor fired me. He said, no, you have grown up. Go and plant your own church. It was terrible. I said, well, pastor, I'm an evangelist because I preached over the nation. I'm not a pastor. Leave me alone. Anyway, cutting the long story, God led me into this slum called Kosovo. If you are aware, Kosovo is found in Russia, but there is a Kosovo in Uganda. Basically, the reason why it is called Kosovo is that what happened in Russia, it happened in this community. So I serve in four slums. One is called Kosovo. Another one is called Death Has Struck Another One. The third slum is called A Place of Hooligans. Now, the name reflects what is on the ground. The fourth community is called a place of disadvantaged now that's where i'm serving now this morning and uh, and uh, when when i moved into this community it was really terrible you know I remember i was part of a big church 2000 people i'd forgotten about my background i was a star a preacher i was a youth leader from nowhere my pastor 
you know, fired me. Sometimes God can disappoint you in order to bless you. Because when I became part of this church, I kind of forgot where I came from. But when my pastor fired me, I ended up in this community. I started a church with three people. Now our congregation has over 300 people and then we have over 300 kids and we are planted 10 churches out of that. It's amazing what God can do with someone who has surrendered their lives to Jesus. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Now that is my story. That is my story. If God can use someone like me, I believe that God can use all of you. Now, regardless of what you have gone through, you know, when God raised me up, the reason why I started Treasured Kids Primary School, by the way, in case you want to, um, you want to, we have a small video about our church. It's called Word of Life Community Church, Kampala. Make sure you add that word, Kampala. You will see it. So you see about of the community. But part of what, the reason why I started the school, I struggled to go to school. I grew up as a street kid. And treasured kids, you know, is the result of the past which I went through. You know, and when I went into this community, this community was full of witchcraft. It, I mean, it, it was really a challenge. But it's amazing. What I went through, God was preparing me for the great work which he has from which he had for my life. God wants to use you. I always I, I spoke about this last Sunday at Grace. I said that what the world throws away, God picks it, he cleanses it, and he uses it for his glory. I was thrown away. I was rejected. You know, everything about me was just a failure. But God picked me from that mess. He cleansed me and he used me. This morning, I just want to share with you a few things. One, I want to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Now, when we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly, you know, it's, it's when we talk about the good, the only good we can talk about, the only perfect person we can talk about, it's God. Yeah. It's God. I know some of us, we are trying to be good, you know. But Isaiah 64, verse 4 to verse 6, it says that your righteousness is like filth rags, yeah. you know. When you dig deep down to understand what that word means, you know, it's, it's, it's really tough. You know, it's really tough because it means that's ladies' pads. You know, that's filth rags means. So however much you try to be perfect, you are not. You are not. When we talk about the good, that is only Christ. In Colossians chapter 1, verse starting from verse 16 to verse 17, we see that, you know, we are created through Christ. And, you know, we can only become perfect through Jesus Christ. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Now let us talk about the bad. When we talk about the bad, you don't need to talk to go further. Just look into the mirror. Brothers and sisters, I don't care where you come from, but we are potential thieves. We are potential sinners. We are potential, you know, all of us, we have the ability to, we are sinners. We are sinners. But remember this, that, you know, God has done whatever it takes to see that he can use you. The reason why I'm reaching out to street kids today, now you have to understand that we have picked children from the street. Some of them right now, they are lecturers in the university. 
There were former street kids. You know, we watched my associate pastor. You know, I was chatting with Pastor Ross because I feel to, you know, my call is an apostolic call to go and plant churches. I was talking to Pastor Ross. I want to hand over the church to one of my assistants. But my assistant, I mean, right now is a great worshiper in our country. And God is using him so powerfully. But this boy, his father died of AIDS. The mother died of AIDS. A sister committed suicide. He was a nobody. When he came into my hands, you know, it was amazing. Everything about him was a mess. But today, God has raised him. He's my associate pastor and is a great worshiper. God is using him. But when you look at where he came from, it's just amazing. So regardless of what you have gone through, you know, this is one, this is one of the unique things God wants to do. Now, God is a good God, but God cannot do anything without you. That's why he sent his son to die for you and to die for me so that I, the good and the bad can come together and start to transform lives. Today, lives are being transformed, you know. And when you look into the, the gospel, the Bible, you know, all of us, we have seen, you know, the Bible talks about that. Look at Paul in the Bible. He was persecuting Christians. But when God, when he mixed up with God, when he came into contact with God, God started to use him. And Paul literally, literally, he transformed the world, you know. Listen to me. I don't care how you feel. What is happening in your life. God wants to get in contact with you. So that you and God can transform lives. Blessed be the name of Jesus. So the good, the bad is you and the ugly. Now when we talk about the ugly, that is the ministry. Yeah. (laughs) That is the ministry. Yes. You know, yeah. The ministry... This is what happens. God takes imperfect people to proclaim the gospel. Now, when you get a good God and then you mix it with a bad person, then it becomes ugly. There are people who meet me, they say, that guy used to be a fight on the street. How dare you say that you are Christian now? You are able to preach. Listen to me. There is no one who can deny what Christ has done in my life. Blessed be the name of Jesus. God has changed my life. God has transformed my life. And out of that, you know, listen, I'm not perfect. I'm still struggling. But you know what? I thank God that his hand is upon me and always sends the people in my life to work with me to see that the lives of the people are touched. Blessed be the name of Jesus. So, God, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Now, when you mix these three together, the good, the bad, and the ugly, what comes out of it is beauty. Amen. Yeah, the beauty comes out of that. We are honored and privileged to be ambassadors, ambassadors for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. This is what you have to do. Go take your bad self, okay? Make it, you know, mix it with, you know, you know, mix it with the good who is God. And you are going to see beauty coming out. You are going to see lives which are being transformed. What you need to do is to surrender your life to Jesus Christ. Once you surrender your life to Jesus Christ, Jesus is going to use you. Jesus is going to touch you. Right now in our community, I don't view myself as a leader of a local church. 
No, I view myself as the leader for the whole community. The problems for the community are problems of the local church. This is what I believe. Every mess you see around here, God brought you into this place so that he can use you to put together whatever is going wrong outside there. You are here for a divine purpose. You are the person you've been waiting for. You are the man God wants you to go and touch those hurting people. The kids were dying of malaria in my community and we didn't have money. I always don't wait for money. I do what I can with what I have where God has placed me. Now kids were dying of malaria. What I got, I got my congregation but then there were 150 people. I just put them into the church. We cleared all the stagnant waters. Now, do you know what happened? Malaria rate, which was killing kids into this slum, it went down. But we did that with our hands. Blessed be the name of Jesus. God wants to touch this community, but you are the man, you are the woman is going to use for. Now, when I look back where God has brought me from to where I am today, you know what? The only thing which I have to do is this. Brothers and sisters, my greatest heritage is not my education or the position I have, but my greatest heritage is the lives I've impacted. I don't know how many kids who are calling me Papa. You know, one of the girls I picked on the street, you know, she had just graduated from the university. She said, one day I'm going to get a boyfriend. She's just 23. But she said, even though I get a boyfriend, you are going to remain a king in my life. You know, listen to such a life transform. I said, praise the Lord. Blessed be the name of Jesus. The second thing is this. I must work for heaven, although I'm living tomorrow. Because it's only what we do for God which will last forever. Wherever you are positioned, make sure that you reach out and do something for the kingdom of God. Allow God to use you because whatever you do here on earth, that's what God is going to reward you for in the kingdom of God. Blessed be the name of Jesus. The last but not the least you have also to understand, and again these are things you know I have to understand, is that I must work for this life as if I will never live. Because of our blessing, our blessing is in what we do with our hands and also a clever man will leave always any inheritance to his children's children. Now, you've got to work hard to make sure that, you know what, you are earning something. You see, the gospel we, we preach, it is costly. It costs money. It costs a lot of things. Last and but not the least is this. If I want to have peace with myself, I've got to make sure that there is peace in my house. There is peace with my children. There is peace with my wife. There is peace with my friends. Because you know what? Those people constitute the world I live in. Brothers and sisters, what the world throws away, God picks, he cleanses, and he uses for his glory. May I pray that God will use you to transform this community for the glory of God. God bless you so much. Thank you for the opportunity. Amen and amen. amen. Yes. We could have preached longer. <laughs> okay. I would like you to pray over uh, the congregation. Yes, and sir. Just pray an impartation. So mm-hmm. Pastor Dale, you know, in his brief time was able to share how dramatically his life was transformed simply by the message of the gospel and then how God used him to transform many, many other lives. Yes. All right? And is continuing to do so. Um, and, and 
you know, you need to embrace that. I need to embrace that for myself and for the world we live in, for this community, yes, right? right? And the yes. people we impart. Right. I believe in impartation. <laughs> I believe that uh, that we see in Scripture that there's just a truth that uh, when someone has something, uh, an, an anointing, a power, a gift from God to create change, to overcome obstacles, and to make a difference for the kingdom, that that they, it, God can actually take some of His Spirit, some of that gift that's within Pastor Dale, yes, sir. and put it in us. But you need to be open. You need to want it and kind of create a space. Yeah. And and then we're going to just take a moment here, and He's going to pray. Um, and and I ask you to be open and say, God, give it, give me my portion, give mm-hmm. me my portion. Now mm-hmm. it comes from God; it's mm-hmm. not coming from Pastor Dave. Yeah, yeah. It comes from God, but mm-hmm. there's an openness. So would you stand? Yes. And open your heart, open your mind, open your spirit. And and Father, I just come to you in Jesus' yes, name, Lord. as pastor of this church, mm-hmm. and, and say, Lord, we want a transference mm-hmm. of this anointing mm-hmm. to bring about change. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So I just pray. I, I ask you to open Jesus. your heart and mm. mind. And Pastor, would you just pray yeah, impartation? Yeah. Yes. People? Yes. Now, if you can move forward and come here to be prayed for, it will be wonderful. Because what happened was that you know we have planted ten churches, but ten churches, five of those churches were are led by former gang leaders in my community. When they heard about my testimony, they took the fire of the Lord. And right now, they are serving God where God has pressed them. So if you need to come forward, just come forward. But I'm going to pray for all of us. Father, thank you. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for such a good God. We thank you for your presence in this place. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for this couple. We thank you for your goodness in this place. I pray for a special anointing to come upon them. In the name of Jesus, use them, Lord. Use them. Fill them with your Holy Spirit. Let the anointing of God, let the Spirit of the living God, touch them and use them for their for your glory in Jesus' name. Father, I want to see transformers. Transformers who are going to transform their community. God wants to use you and you know he, he he just wants you to you know to, to, to remove fear out of you because he has been preparing you and there is a desire inside of you but sometimes the fear has hindered it in the name of Jesus we rebuke the fear we lead him into the gifts of the Holy Ghost thank you father thank you father God is preparing you and he has been preparing you. Time is going to come when it's going to send you. In the name of Jesus, we pray for the impartation. In the name of Jesus, let your anointing, let your anointing. Man, God is going to use you. Touch, Lord, in Jesus' name. Touch, 
Lord, thank you. Thank you for this young man. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, someone has been praying for you. Someone has been interceding for you. And there is a fire. There is a dramatic change which is coming into your life. God is going to challenge. Oh, Jesus. God is going to shift things. You know, it's like you've been walking going into this direction but God is going to shift is going to change you and is going to use you father thank you release the anointing upon his life in Jesus mighty name rima hoshakata rebo hosete rehoshete reboho ramamamamama hosekerere oh Jesus there are so many mysteries of God which God wants you to you know mysteries of God things which God wants to do through you but he wants to take you step by step step by step you know and you know i feel the lord is saying uh, you know i've been preparing you and you know sometimes there are some steps you know there are some yieldings there are some special things which god has been speaking to you and there has been some hesitation but today god is releasing you in the name of jesus with the power of the holy ghost god is saying you allow yourself to go through that because God is preparing you for something ahead of you. We lead you into the greatness of God. God is speaking to you that is going to touch your child. Now, your, your, your child, yes, your child. Now, I, I know you could be praying for this one, but I just feel that you've been praying and you've been praying and God hears your prayer and God is going to move and touch your child. Father, we list that. We send your word to move and touch and deliver in the name of Jesus. Oh, Jesus, thank you. Thank you. We bless your holy name, Father. We thank you because you are such a good God. God wants you to receive a new language. It's going to give you a new language. Uh, you know, it may not be necessarily speaking in two tongues, but you know what? Some of the things which has been going through your mouth, God is going to change them. They are going to be a new testimony, a new words, a new kind of, you know, in other words, the common is over. Something new is coming through you, sir. And the Spirit of God is empowering you now. What is coming out, you are going to speak with authority. And God is speaking and say, watch your words. Because you know what? There is a transition. The past is the past and God is taking you into a new realm, realm of authority and God is going to use your words. Father I pray in the name of Jesus touch and minister to him. Touch and minister to him. You know I see God you know it's like you are a fighter. You are a fighter and God just wants you you know you know God wants you 
in some of the areas where you've been uh, saying, Lord, this is none of me, but God is saying that you have what it takes to move, you know, you, you are built with the capacity to outlast every challenge which comes into your life. Even in that area where you've been feeling weak, the Lord is saying is empowering you, and God is going to use that spirit, is going to use that spirit, you know, is going to use you, and is preparing you. He says, you have what it takes, you have what it takes, even in that area, you can stand and push back and results are coming to your way in the name of Jesus father we bless you father just lift up those hands before the lord just lift up those hands before the lord even though you are seated down there we are going to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. Now, I know what I'm talking about. You know, when God transformed this community, God started using the little children to bring their parents to the Lord. Yeah. You know, my community was full of child sacrifice. And I remember this baby, you know, she was 10 years old. The father was a Catholic and the mother was a witch doctor. She went back home. She started to sing about the blood of Jesus. When she sang about the blood of Jesus, demons started to run away from the mama. And the mama wanted to beat this girl. But the husband said, no, if you worship your witchcraft, you just worship, but let my child worship the living God. You know, God can use anyone available. So I'm going to pray for you that God will use you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I know every man and every woman in this place, you have positioned them strategically in the area where they are. Lord, I pray that you may anoint them to do the work of the ministry. In the name of Jesus, open their eyes to see the hurting souls. In the name of Jesus, I pray that you may lose that authority that when they speak, let life come into dead situations. In the name of Jesus, Father, we pray that you may raise a group of transformers in this place in this place so that they can go out and touch and lease and set your people free we just pray the lord you may open up a well into this place yes. this is a solution ground that as people are coming into this place they are going to find an encounter with the true living god lord i just pray in the name of jesus that you may use this to introduce a new day into people's life that whoever steps into their life will never remain the same because they are encountering the god who created heaven and earth we are praying for the miracles to happen in this place we are praying for the fire of the holy ghost to take over Father, take over. Minister, take over right now. We pray for miracles. We bless you, Father. We give you praise. Praise. We give you thanks. I know some of you, God has called you to send people. But you know what? As you are sending others, God wants to use you where you are so that you can touch and minister to this, you know, to the community where God has positioned you. I just feel this word that you are strategically positioned. Each one of you, each one of you, and God want to work in you and also want to work through you. Just surrender to him. He will use your ugly part. He will use your bad part. You know, it's going to mix it up. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And lives are going to be transformed. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. God bless you, brothers and sisters. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, listen. <sighs> so, um, we're going to.